1: all august long we're doing a kind of funny patreon pledge drive and asking you to chip in on
0: patreon.com slash kind of funny if you enjoy the shows for real we're an 11 person independent operation and we couldn't do it without your financial support on patreon.com slash kind
2: of funny so thank you what's up everybody welcome To Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, August 14th, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller. Alongside uh, Forbes 30 Under 30, a.k.a. Second best baby loose in San Francisco, a.k.a. The Verified One, Tim Geddes. Barrett, why is the KFAF back around up?
1: I don't know. I just had the other one uh, up for Games Daily. And oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Rank the dudes. You Craig, I'm so sad. Uh, we gave Andy access to us, our computer rules. through his phone. can we turn that off? Maybe we'll Why is the graphic running? time rank're gonna do the Jesus Duke. Christ Hold on hold on. I'm trying to log him out I can't log I can't log him out until this plays through.
2: <laughs> until this song ends. What a weird stipulation on the logout, Barrett. it almost seems like you're in cahoots with him.
1: No, I would never be in cahoots with uh, my roommate.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know, of course, KFAF came back for holiday special 2023. You can get it on YouTube.com slash Funny. And let me tell you, Tim, I forgot what a big part of that show hashtag Greg sucks was. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because that was a lot of fun to see in all the comments, mm-hmm. in my Twitter feed, on my Instagram. Greg sucks, Greg sucks, Greg sucks. Does Greg suck, though? He Greg. doesn't suck. Greg Miller does not suck. Everyone knows that. And so... We've powered through mm-hmm. KFAF holiday special is up. So y'all can stop John about it. The Patreon thermometer has been fulfilled. KFAF is up. It is done. It won't be seen again for at least another three years, which is great news Thank for Thank God for everyone involved. But still, I see it in the chat right now. Greg sucks. Well, at least it can't get any worse. <sighs>
3: <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Happy Monday morning, Mr. Miller. I told you I'm going to be, you know, something that doesn't go away, you prick. (laughs) What you did last week, I can assure you, you will regret to the day you die. Kind of funny games? Well, it's not real kind of funny whenever you pulled your shenanigans, but we only have seven days left and WrestleQuest comes out. The kind of funny will be on you. It's going to be real funny. You I remember seven days gone. ago when you were here,
2: Jeff Jarrett, and you said it'd be out tomorrow. So no one believes you. No one believes you, sir, when you say it'll be yeah. out in seven days.
3: Well, you want to pull your shenanigans. I've got it under strict authority. I've signed, said, delivered. A week from tomorrow it comes out. But I'm not here to talk about that. I've got my slap neck shirt on, Wembley collars. I got a lot to talk about because I'm going to start taking over your show. You want to dip your toe into my, tip your toe into my world? I'm going to get into your world every damn day. Hey, I've got a big night, Texas Chainsaw Master. Who would have thought Double J promoting video games? No, because you shouldn't,
2: but you don't know what you're talking I, about.
3: I'm going to be taking your job, pal. I'll cheer you that. But you know what? When we get right down to it, somehow, someway, there's only one way to settle things in my world, and that is – Me and you, man-to-man, face-to-face. We got to figure out the state. Yeah, take your little shirt off. Anytime, Double J. We got plenty of retirement homes here in San Francisco. Once I take you out, I'll gladly roll you over there. You got more than that in San Francisco. I can assure you that, that damn hellhole that I... All right, out come on, of Mary. You, you love right. Yeah, get off, of you. Get, off off. <laughs> get off the bench. Get off the bench, kind no, of no, funny no, where no, you no, at. No, no, no. I'm not going away, I promise, guys. I assure you, I'm not going away. I'll be back on all your damn shows, and there's nothing you can do about it until Retroquest comes out. Miller, me and you are going to settle this one, once and for all. I can assure this you won't that. stand, Double J. This won't stand. I'm a oh, WWE well, see, where's superstar. Your silly neck brace? Where's your silly little neck brace, Cut pal? the mic.
2: Cut him off, Barrett. Why are you Barrett, working against me with every one of my enemies
3: today? Barrett, I'll call you later, pal. God damn Thanks it. for connecting me. Thanks for connecting me. This is the man on a Monday morning. No problem, Jeff. We're here, Barrett. I, we're here to I talk tell about you, video game
2: news, you guys. I, again, the Eretts got to stick together, man. That is the stupidest stable I've ever heard. That is The stupidest reason to work against me. I don't understand why you're doing this.
0: Good Lord. How was your weekend? My weekend was fantastic. Jesus Christ. Fantastic, Greg. Uh, Played a lot of Pokemon Go. Uh, Watched a lot of Star Wars Rebels to catch up for Ahsoka uh, next week, I want to say. Maybe two weeks really exciting stuff overall, but I did have one moment that I, I didn't enjoy so much. Sure. All right? stung by. right. Bee. I've been, I've been ordering my Pokemon cards online for the most part. Right. Yeah. Mainly because I'm intimidated to go into a store. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then it feels like, like, I don't know what the,
2: you're Tim Geddes. You go in there, you get mobbed. Is, no, that, 40 under, no, is that 30 or no, 30 no. Tim Geddes? It's not that. Does it's, he have it's... a Pokemon go jacket? <laughs> <laughs> not,
0: uh, can't wear it yet. Getting close though. Uh, but I can buy it at a Best Buy or a target or something like that. But like go into a dedicated card shop, I'm uncomfortable with it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just because I'm like, I I don't know why. I'm just in my own head about it. Sure. Or am I just in my own head about it? Because yesterday I decided to do it for the first time. And I walked in and everyone was playing games and they all looked up at me like, I did not belong. And I was like, like, are you here to pick up your son? I have not felt (laughs) this unwelcome for a play. It wasn't an age thing. Yeah. It was not an age thing. It was a fucking cool kids club. And I was not. I was not a cool kid, Greg. Damn. I was shocked at how unwelcomed I felt. Damn. I was very like, man. Man, that was uh, demotivating, to say the least. Be cool to people, everybody. So Be wait, welcoming. did they
2: talk shit, or was it just the looks? It or? was just look. It was a
0: vibe. It was very much like They were like probably just in
2: the middle of their little games. It, honestly, Plus two,
0: defense and shit. I, I, the, I, the, like. the, eventually, I, I walked in, started talking to the guy, and immediately started getting the vibes that they thought that I was a scalper. They thought that I was like, uh, trying to get, button, flip shit. And I'm just like, hey, I'm buying. I'm collecting, man. I ain't flipping. I ain't doing no bullshit. I'm one of the good ones.
2: So by the end, was it cool? No. Did you talk? Why didn't you just talk it out? No,
0: anymore? I got bullied into buying a pack for way too much money. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't be going back to the car. I will shops. not be going back. You won't be
2: going way. back to the car. Not this, one, it time soon, not this um, one at least.
0: Not this one at least. And then real quick, a story <laughs> that I want to say, because I, I don't have confirmation of this yet, Greg, but I've been thinking about it all weekend and I keep seeing hints of it. And I don't know if people are joking and it might be the funniest thing I've ever seen. Last week KFAF happened on, on Friday. It Everybody can watch at youtube.com slash kinda funny. It was fantastic. Santa Claus, Ronald McDonald made an appearance. It was insane.
2: Let me tell you, he scared even me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: But um somebody commented that hey, there's a problem with kind of funny games daily on the podcast feed. Instead of an episode of the show, it's just four minutes of what seems like a very drunken Greg Miller ranting. And I thought that was the funniest thing, where I'm like, "Oh, someone's joking that the bit from KFAF got uploaded on the podcast feeds." Yeah. But then I started seeing more and more people say it. No. And I can't find evidence of it because I yeah, because
1: looked- I checked too. Because like what? someone uploaded the wrong file, and then when I went to go check the episode, it was just the episode we recorded on Friday. So I don't know what the fuck people got.
2: You checked? I'm assuming Spotify. I, st- I checked on multiple podcasts. I checked apps from and- like
1: our
0: source, like what we upload the podcast to as well. So I don't know.
2: <laughs> Was there like a throwaway comment on KFAF or something?
0: I, I don't know. I have no idea, but I've seen now in multiple places people saying this. And Greg, is that not the fucking funniest thing ever? I would just, just go to like- listen to games daily. And you think it's just Greg starting the show with a weird bit,
2: but it's four minutes of that. <laughs> hey, it's fucking Patreon pledge. Fuckers. Just <laughs> fucking do it. It's funny. Oh, my fucking God.
0: There he is, Ronald McDonald. Yeah. Anyways, if you if you guys let me know if it's real or if I'm getting chaos So
2: right there, Style Jim says it was a Reddit post. Lo, it was a Reddit. Post I, I didn't of, look at Reddit. I was it a Reddit post? Places. Was it a Reddit post of hey, let's fuck with the guys and go do this and make this comment? Or was yeah. it a Reddit post? I just of, don't, hey, don't know about this. <laughs> If you didn't watch KFA, if it's definitely worth it, just for Ronald McDonald's appearance, Mm -hmm. scared everyone involved. Uh, But let's instead talk about Overwatch 2's negative Steam reviews. Assassin's Creed Creed Mirage is launching earlier than expected, a new trend in the industry, and more, because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show by going for free to kindofunnycom of slash KFGD. Of course, over there, you can leave us your questions, comments, concerns, and, of course, your squad up requests. Then tune in live to watch us record the show on twitch.tv slash games and youtube.com slash games. If you're watching live, of course, please like, subscribe, share, sub, use your Amazon Prime, do that stuff, yeah. whatever you're doing on it. Just give me super chats for the post show on YouTube. But, of course, keep us honest. If we screw something up, Head on over. Uh, Jeff Jarrett has screwed me up. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, all right? Yeah, I'm yeah. fired up. I can feel the veins
0: pulsating. I appreciate it because you said sub weird, and then you just committed. You're like, fuck it. I'm going to say every last word weird, yeah. but then you
2: fucked it up yourself. Well, it's not that I fucked it I just want to let you in. He's you in know there. what I
0: mean? He's in there.
2: Fuck off, Tim. All right? Fuck off. <laughs> hey, I'm on your side. Finally? Yeah. Fucking bear it. Jesus Christ, sat Barrett. there and let it all happen on PS I Love You. It's annoying, and it makes me upset. Barrett, you suck. The Eretz. What a fucking, fucking stupid Aritz. ass. Goddamn. I love the Von Erics, just the Eretz. We're <laughs> uh, going to get a Garrett to round up the trio eventually. That's true. I can't think of another Eret name off the top of my head. Jarrett, Barrett, Sarrett, Rarrett, Parrot. <laughs> These all something like Final Fantasy characters. They do, they do. <laughs> there, there was a Barrett and an Eretz. Yeah. Anyways, head on over to keep us honest uh, to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash games and listening a podcast services around the globe. Uh, of course, if you really love what we do here and all the shenanigans, you need to help us keep the lights and mics on over on patreon.com slash funny. You, of course, can ki- kick us a few bucks. You D- can get D-Cash it.
0: cash says, no, it was real. I listened to it. And it was four minutes of Ronald. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome.
2: I don't know how that happened. I love that
0: Ronald is haunting the feeds. Because, like, it's right everywhere I looked. I looked at Spotify, I looked at Apple, I looked at Google, and I looked at um, Stitcher just to make sure.
2: Parrot is another era that could be in the group. Oh, my Lord. Uh, anyways, I don't even remember where we were. Oh, Patreon to it keep us live. You can get uh, every episode of Games Daily ad free. Of course, you can get all the other podcasts ad free. You can watch us record the podcast live as we record them, like the games cast we're doing. That's going to be very special today just because I either am not going to have a third guest or I'm going to find one at the last second. It'll be great. Uh, uh, of course, if that isn't your jam, it should be. Uh, you can get 300 episodes of exclusive content over there. If you're like, what does this exclusive content actually look like? Uh, of course, it's pledge month here. So you can go to youtube.com slash kind of funny and kind of funny games. And you can find a uh, special one-off episodes. We've broken out of those, the pool of more than 300 and put up like the KF next gen podcast. And of course, an AMA with Tim and Barrett, where they talk about the budget of Kind of Funny. And That's all available right now on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Jedi Master Deadpool, Delaney Twining, and Logan Delaney, the Delaney Brothers. Today we're brought to you by Liquid IV, but we'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin the show with what is, and forever will be, the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. Eight items on the Roper Report. A picker's dozen Number one, Overwatch 2 becomes the worst user reviewed game on Steam ever. This is Wesley Yinpool at ign.com. Overwatch Tool 2 has the. Tool would make sense, though, right? You know what I mean? Overwatch Tool. That's a stretch. Everybody go ahead and use that. You can use that from here and after me, all right? Overwatch 2 has the Ignormanness. Holy shit. I fucking hate how smart Wesley is. There's no R in there. Ignominous, dude. Ignominous. No, there's more. There's like I G N O M I N I O U S. Ignominous honor of becoming the worst user-reviewed game on Steam ever. Although its recent launch on the platform has seen tens of thousands of players. According to Steam 250, which tracks the 100 worst Steam games of all time, according to user reviews. What a, what a, what a tool we have at our disposal. Overwatch 2 has a score of just 0.96. Wow. Based on an approval rating percentage of positive Steam user review votes of 10% uh, from nine, no, 92,028 votes. Most of the negative reviews focus on one thing, monetization. Blizzard was heavily criticized when Overwatch 2 launched last year as it forced its premium processor to update into a free-to-play sequel, rendering the original Overwatch unplayable. Since then, Overwatch 2 has endured a number of controversies, including the cancellation of its long-awaited PvE hero mode, the one feature, players said, that justified the sequel's existence. One review from Steam user Orm, uh, sums up the sentiment quote overwatch 2 has no respect for you it's an attempt to pry open your wallet while masquerading as the game it used to be end quote video game analyst daniel ahmad aka, AKA huge ex and i know there's Chuge. i was gonna say Chuge. thank you Chuge uh has a deeper read on the situation he posted this thread over the weekend here's something that no english language media outlet has caught on to overwatch 2 currently has 100k reviews on steam since launching three days ago of which 91 percent are negative however however nearly two-thirds of those reviews 63k are written in simplified chinese with 90 97 of them being negative on the surface the chinese re- reviews mention a lot of the same elements as reviews from the rest of the world the lack of promised pve content Criticism over in-game content pricing and perceived downgrades compared to Overwatch 1 are all cited in the language reviews. Most of you will be aware that Blizzard and NetEase ended their agreement for the distribution of Blizzard PC games in China, leading to the shutdown of Overwatch 2 and other titles on January 23rd, 2023. To cut a long story short, gamers in China have been upset over losing their accounts and ability to play on the national server, with no announcement of a return so far. The launch on Steam is the first time that gamers can vent on an open and international platform, uh, with many taking the opportunity to do so. Hmm. On a theoretical level, uh, the Steam launch of Overwatch 2 does allow players in China to access the game again. This is because the international ver- oh, version of Steam is accessible in China without a VPN, and the game has a simplified Chinese localization. However, the complaints have mostly revolved around criticism of Blizzard's handling of the game, lack of national server and existing game account, slow to log in and poor online connection, criticism over the shutdown of national server and impact on gaming communities. Very interesting. Super interesting. Like what
0: a what an interesting reveal of the the reason behind the the numbers, right? Of
2: course, finally a way for Chinese gamers to actually voice their not even concerns, their anger.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, and it's wild, man, when you look at, at Steam reviews as something that we talk about so frequently on this show, that, like, there is an impact there, right? And, like, normally it's for very wrong reasons, I would say, when it comes to, like, the review bombing of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But where this is an interesting, like, voicing concern uh, that's backed up by seemingly, like, not just issues that um, of people, like, trying to, like, start shit, but then, like, being backed up by monetization, but then also these other factors at play here that, I mean, that's, it's so interesting to me that like, this is revealing a very sizable amount of people that are unhappy.
2: Sure. It's also, I think, you know, intri- you say that we, we talk about them here uh, in blah, 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 do steam reviews matter? Like this is a headline. Yeah. Overwatch 2 is the worst reviewed game on Steam. No one believes it's the worst game on Steam, right? We're talking about it. It's bringing attention to the plight here that, you know, hey, most of you aware Blizzard and NetEase ended their agreement for distribution of Blizzard PC games in China, leading to the shutdown of Overwatch 2 and other titles in January. Like, of course, I think if you're not in China, you're not thinking about that necessarily. So it's, oh yeah, that's still happening over there for them. I, I, I would assume, you know, Blizzard is already moving on how do we get our games back in China? They want the money that's there. They want the gamers that are there. There is no doubt about that. They just don't have the partner in NetEase anymore to make it happen. So you're looking for another Chinese conglomerate to do it. This, I, I am all for, especially an audience that is being silenced to have a chance to say it. And I'm not even talking about being rude and mean or whatever. I'm talking yeah. specifically about Chinese gamers who don't have an avenue to actually have free speech. And they're the now reviewing a game. Here we ha- here's a way yeah. to get out and do it. Da, 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 da. But I do. it all does smack a little bit of kind of like the fucking either the Raimi suit in Spider-Man or the puddles in Spider-Man where it was like, remember the Raimi suit outcry got so crazy. And then Insomniac, like three weeks later, was like, here's the suit. We were working on it. We were trying to get this for you. Like, we didn't want to say that because we're trying to give you something special. We're trying to get to this point. Now, you know, a suit in a game, free DLC for a game versus the fact that all these games are no longer available. Versus Overwatch 2. Very different. I'm (laughs) I'm not exactly saying it, but it's like what does this do? I, maybe this forces a statement from Blizzard to, to once again commit to Chinese gamers that, hey, we're working on it. We're working on it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it does. Like, I, I think that especially because we're dealing with Blizzard here of all things mm-hmm. uh, that I don't think it's going to actually result in anything like that. But I do think that to your point of like, do Steam reviews matter? I think in the conversation sense, yes, right? In yeah. the awareness sense of of what's going on here, I feel like This is kind of it's the same thing as like the Rotten Tomatoes conversation about movies that can get ridiculously frustrating where it's like there's the critic side and then there's the user side and how easy it is to manipulate those numbers um, and the the people that do that for the wrong reasons, right reasons, whatever it is. I do think that regardless, there's a value to that conversation, what it is, I think, changes based on the, the context of what the content being talked about is and the way that it's being talked about here from what we're what's being reported here. Is these reviews seem like valid things? They they seem like sure. they're not just like throwing vitriol for vitriol's sake, but it's actually reviewing a product in a way for
2: uh that of why people are unhappy with it. I mean, the big one to jump out right is the second bullet point, right? Lack of national server and existing game account. Yeah. So again, even if you had if you had an Overwatch Two account before, you're not able to get in. So how, whatever you have done in the NetEase version of the game, you're not able to do in the Steam version. Of the yeah, game,
0: and that is unlock. that's horrible for a game like Overwatch. And again, all the things that they already backed up here with Overwatch Two the reason for it existing being these kind of new modes and then for it to kind of be this giant step backwards in terms of them being able to play with their account and all that stuff it's like yeah it's that's not good but will this change i don't think it'll change because of this i think it'll change more because there's money to be made or more importantly money to be lost by not um finding another partner or whatever that is but i don't think they're going to come out with a statement and be like hey we're we're working on this and
2: well and and i also wonder how much of a you know this happened obviously in January 2023. How much of this has been slowed down finding a new partner because of course of the looming Xbox mm. Microsoft. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean, right? Like you're gonna you're gonna have a new owner here in a second. Is that what has Activision and Blizzard totally cooled on? Well, let's not. Move on this until that's done because that's their problem. We can't enter into a new business contract. Yeah,
0: I mean that's kind of the reality of this, where you know they weren't allowed to make moves outside of the norm of of business if, if during the acquisition process. But that doesn't mean that they can't kind of slow off or make business decisions kind of slightly differently than they would have, as long yeah. as they can cover their tracks there. And I imagine that yeah, you're right. Like knowing the looming Microsoft backing behind with all of the server stuff they have globally, um, that it would probably be a wise call to not. Waste their money here because again, it's all about making money and not losing money. So make the right calls there in terms of protecting the bag, even though that is directly against the people and the gamers out there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, it's I'm really interested in what's going to happen with Blizzard. Like, how long is the transition process going to take of Microsoft having them in? Because you look at Bethesda and um, Xbox, and here we are years later. I mean, I guess Starfield's about to be like the big the biggest example uh, post acquisition of uh, what their vision is and their partnership looks like. Partnership's not even the right word, but you know what I'm saying? Like this is about to be the the beginning of the era of a Bethesda owned Xbox. I feel like we've hinted and flirted at it so far. And sure, it's been prior deals and all that, but this is like, hey, here's that step forward. And it's been years, right? Like, I don't even remember exactly when the Bethesda deal happened. Was it 2019, 2020?
2: (sighs) Chat, you're gonna get it before I could even Google it. I remember every time we talk about it, it's actually shorter than you think it is. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Blizzard Xbox. I don't know if I can even know how to, where to start. Kinda chat kindoffunny.com/slash wrong. How long has it been? It I'm was too, completed. <laughs> unique tra- technique. I'm too lazy to check. I'm like, I don't have enough brain power to type it in as
1: well. It was completed, I believe, in 2021. So that I, I feel like it was probably announced
2: late 2020 and that's a great point it's a me bt 2020 or 2021 because of death loop conversations right. noir and games says 2020 yeah
0: yeah so yeah i mean that's interesting and it you know bethesda not being activision like the amount of moving pieces there yeah. and uh, getting everything all, all set up on top of xbox acquiring other companies and teams as well i feel like they've ironed out the pipeline a little bit in terms of what an acquisition can look like but i mean i feel like we are still many years away from it just being like all right cool they are now microsoft this that's everything all the resources that xbox can give them are now in play in these games and sure. servers and all that stuff but you got to imagine that they're going to prioritize the call of duties right and oh, like yeah, the yeah. big moneymaker ones but overwatch is one of the big money moneymaker
2: it ones is it them. could be and again so, it's like it needs a return to not form so much but it needs a boost in reputation mm-hmm. and how do you do that i'm sure Microsoft and Xbox and Phil and all of them are going to be very happy to get in there and try to figure that out with them. Uh, right before the launch of the Xbox Series X, seems to be what was going. Are the pre-orders of it? So September 2020 is what people are saying is when it got announced. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be fascinating to see overall uh, what's going. It's crazy even now. Like it's been funny with the build-up to Starfield. Every so often, when I start thinking, "Oh man, Starfield's coming," I see myself playing on a PlayStation. I'm like, oh wait, no, it's gonna be Xbox. Yeah. You know what
0: I mean? Like, no, it's it's wild, right? We're so damn close to this game. Yeah. Like it it really feels unbelievable that we are weeks away from potentially the biggest Xbox game of all time. And it's a Bethesda. It's the fall, like there's so much on this game that's not just, oh, it's a big Xbox game or oh, it's a big Bethesda game. Like, this is the next one after the Skyrim and then the Fallout 3 and 4. It's the, and it's a new IP too. It's all eyes on this, and so far. Seems like they're they're doing
2: it. So See, yeah, a very positive impression. You
0: and know. with Game Pass, like this is, I think, going to be. I mean, I, easily, it's going to be the biggest Game Pass launch we've ever had. Right? Yeah. And like, just the fact that we're in this era of just record break after record break of numbers of things like that. Like, there's an opportunity here that we just haven't seen before. So, like, I'm just excited as somebody that likes the industry and likes seeing the the moves and shakes that people make. Like, this is going to be really interesting the next couple weeks of. Is this a turning point for Xbox? Or there's also a lot of other perspectives that I don't want to even talk about right now. I'm trying to be positive about this. I'm
2: hopeful and I believe. This is where the first domino falls. Uh, you know what, Greg? Didn't want to say. It. Didn't want to the say. The first domino is in motion, ladies and gentlemen. The bomb is in play! Uh, <laughs> speaking of movers and shakers in the industry, number two... Assassin's Creed Mirage is launching earlier than expected. Ubisoft has tweeted, Assassin's Creed Mirage has gone gold. Congratulations to all of our hardworking teams. We're so proud of you all and can't wait to show everyone what they've been working on with an earlier launch this October 5th. Ladies and gentlemen, moving up. When was it before? Seven days. It was October 12th originally.
0: Greg, I love myself because anytime I hear the word Assassin... I think about how to spell it and I think ass, ass in and it just makes me happy. Sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Barrett, does this excite you? Does it scare you?
1: It doesn't. It does neither. (laughs) It's (laughs) like, all right, cool. It's coming a week earlier, you know? Like, um, I I wonder if that's to Maybe give it a little bit more time before Spidey and I uh, think so, right. Mario hit. Uh and Alan which, Wake 2. Yeah, Alan Wake 2 as well, which uh was somewhere around there. So it was like I, I saw it pop and
2: I was like, oh shit, makes sense. So I think it speaks to something we talked about on the games cast, uh where we were talking about what other games could get delayed, right? Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of jumping around, a lot of conversation, a lot of different titles in here, but just how crowded the year is, which we already know, and it's already been, but like Again, we're I, we're about to go into the gauntlet if we're not already in the gauntlet, which I guess we kind of are. Was what well, Baldur's Gate kind of kicked it off, right? And then yeah. it's like, okay, Armored Core, Star, and we're on the ride. Oh going yeah, and man. it's gonna be the thing. And so, like, this is an interesting counterpoint to what I was talking about with Avatar. Uh, frontiers or frontiers of Pandora Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, where I was like a December release for that I can see that pushing to next year try to give it some life there try to be that you know brand new game for 2024 that people could get into this but it's the same argument right of like there's just so many games right now and there's so little bandwidth for hype like I I, have you heard a lot about Avatar no Assassin's Creed they've shown a bunch and I know Barrett's stoked for it I know there's I'm not saying no one's stoked for it but it's not competing, I think, in terms of hype with Spider-Man, Alan Wake, all these other ones, right? Yeah, but to be
0: fair, I kind of feel like Mirage has the peak amount of hype it could possibly have for what for a spin-off or
2: for a dlc that's now become a spin-off game
0: yeah i I feel like they focused it correctly i think they've shown it off correctly like people if you're in you're in and if you're not like you wouldn't have been there day one anyways like i feel like like that's a perfect game that's like oh it's on game pass eventually or i see it on sale so i'm gonna buy it yeah um if it reviews really well then i can see it kind of picking up a, a sec i that's the to me, it's the type of game that if it reviews well, people go, "Oh shit, I need to give this one a shot." And if not, they're gonna be like, oh, "Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I thought it was gonna do, right?" Yeah. And um, to be
1: fair, like I, I think for industry, for people like us who are really in the know, like yes, I think the excitement for Alan Wake Two is much greater. But I
0: wouldn't be surprised if like this Assassin's Creed sells like.
1: That's any a great other. point, Bear. Yeah. That's a great yeah. point.
2: That's a great point.
0: Yeah, I, I, that would add up to me too. Here's there, the big but,
2: test. Uh, there's a little professor named Patrick Pelosi. Okay, yeah. some people know. Mm-hmm. Poe, of course, a huge Assassin's Creed fan. Mm-hmm. Used to let's let's call Poe and say, "Hey, do you know anything? Do you know if there's an Assassin's Creed coming out?" You know what I mean? We'll see how they, see how, is is the word getting out to people? What a world! Where the question is, did you know there's an Assassin's Creed coming out? I hope his response is, "Isn't there always a new yeah, Assassin's Creed coming much. out?" I think that's what think. he's, and I think he's like three games behind. But this is just the, he's probably teaching too. Not summer. Eh, it's We're the first close.
1: week. It depends on where you live. He's a college guy, though.
2: He's a professor, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs>
1: All right, fine. I'm not going to answer. No. First week for some colleges, dude.
2: But I mean, it's college, man. Show up with a beer. You know what I mean? See what's <laughs> happening. you know? Go to the quad, throw the
0: beer. I think it's awesome that we are now in one. I mean, I guess the news of this happening within a month, two games getting pushed up. Yeah. Right? Baldur's yeah. Gate and then this. Then looking at the landscape that we have of games, like everything you're talking about, the just sheer amount of hype, the amount of money, the amount of time people have to play these games and kind of putting them out to die being a bad idea. I keep bringing this up, but you look at the Hollywood blockbusters of the summer, how they cannibalized each other and how uh, movies that needed to hit a certain amount or should have, or would have hit a certain amount just simply didn't because they, there weren't enough screens to play them on, or the premium format was taken by another movie or whatever. Uh, Dead reckoning mission impossible just crossed 500 million, which is a major success and putting it in context with the rest of the franchise, it puts it, I think second of all of them. So it only didn't outpace the last movie, but the expectations were after a top gun Maverick that like fucking dominated 1.3 billion or something. It's like yeah. you, you kind of expect that, but then Oppenheimer, Barbie, all of this things getting in the way on the video game side. It very much is that same thing where it's like once Spider-Man comes out like that is going to sell to a majority of people. If you have a PS five, they're going to buy that game right yeah and that's gonna be a big game that costs 70 dollars so there's time and money being taken away from others so the further an assassin's creed can get out before that october 5th feels like the ideal spot because you start looking at um the other games around that october 20th we have mario spider-man alan wake a couple days before that and then there's nothing mario, really god i keep forgetting about mario. I know there's nothing really in between that though right like Nothing big, especially if it was Assassin's Creed on October 12th. But if it's October 5th, that gives it even a couple more weeks of, of time to, to kind of be enjoyed. Before that, I feel like September 19th, 20th area is where there's a lot of the big games with Mortal Kombat. Um, yeah. and there was one other one. And then Ar- yeah, Armored Mortal IV. Kombat comes out the same day as Lies of P. So now oh, yeah.
1: AC is like putting itself like smack dab in the middle of those two kind of big days. So kind of smart. the perfect spot for
2: it, right? Like yeah. you got fourths on October 10th. Yeah. And then, yeah, October 17th, I'm awake too. Lords of the Fallen on October 13th. I've heard people talking, but I don't know if Mm. they've been talking positively about that game.
0: Yeah. Anyway, good on you, Ubisoft. I hope the game delivers, and I feel like they they did
2: something good here. Now, you say that, I would like, and I know this is kind of funny games daily, Mm -hmm. but I would like to give you the floor to talk about movies. In the Twitch chat, Spice Runner 90 said, don't make excuses. Mission Impossible sucked. I mean, that is definitely a take.
0: That is definitely, t- is it the least good of the recent ones? Sure. To say it sucked is absolutely asinine. Sure. And you spell that A-S-S-A-S-S, okay? I don't know the rest of it, though. Was it one of the, of the funniest of movies this summer? Possibly. Funniest?
2: Yeah. Mission Impossible. I mean, sure. I yeah, laughed. Okay. I giggled. This is one of those things where I, you said it, we had this conversation, and it jogged a dream from last night that I don't remember the Tom context Cruise? to. No, 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 no. This is oh, okay. fucked up.
0: Here we Didn't go, lean. everybody.
2: No, no, no. I was either dying and having my last word or like I just did something monumental. It was like being broadcast around the world, but I had to say something important and what I chose was Batman versus Superman. It was a good movie. <laughs> so, Ben, if you're ever watching this in a time capsule, if you give me a chance, Ben, lean in. <laughs> Batman vs <versus> Superman. <laughs> like, I have no idea you're talking about that. <laughs>
0: oh, I love
2: that. Love that. You know what I love? Patreon.com slash kind of funny. Over on Patreon.com slash kind of funny. You can chip in to keep the good times rolling over here. Of course, you can get each and every episode of Games Daily ad-free as a video, as an MP3. Of course, you can watch us record the podcast live as we record them and get them ad-free as an MP3 and video later on before anybody else. Remember, it's official now. Mm. Gamescast going to be how we're preparing for Starfield. It's going to be me Andy Cortez, and the kind of funny reviewer for Starfield, Paris Lily. Hey! We're rare Gamescast appearance here to talk about how we're clearing our schedule. Have you heard Andy's impression of Paris? No. Oh my God, it's so good. Andy's so good. He's His Trump so good. cracks me up every it's time. It's just so good. I digress. Uh, 300 episodes of exclusive content since October up on patreon.com slash kind of funny, and they keep coming each and every day like the way I'll do today, but I digress. <gasps> You're not on patreon.com slash kind of funny. So here's a word from our sponsor.
0: This episode is brought to you by Liquid IV. Y'all know how much I love to stay hydrated and Liquid IV makes it easier and better than ever to ensure that I'm always living my best, most hydrated life. And you can too. Liquid IV, the number one powered hydration brand in America is now available in sugar-free with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness. Liquid IV hydrates two times faster than water alone and you can keep your daily routine exciting with three new flavors, white peach, green grape, and lemon lime. Let me tell you, the white peach is good. It's real good. We hear it kind of funny, swear by this stuff. One stick of Liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Real people, real flavor, real hydrating. Now sugar-free, grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplayer, sugar-free, in bulk, nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code Funny at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you use promo code kind of Funny at
2: liquidiv.com. Camelot Andy is such a good charm. I don't his it. face, dude. Yeah, he's great. Uh, uh-huh. One of the things in there, of course, the chat's moving because, of course, we're saying a lot of truth in here about Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. One of the things that went too fast, I didn't catch your name. was said is that the, the bad part is that Greg's going to show this movie to Ben, and Ben will grow up thinking, well, I liked it because it was, I liked it as a kid. I want you to know, Bear, give me the one. Oh, ladies and gentlemen I'm a responsible father alright I'm not going to let Ben watch Batman be Superman you kidding me Batman blows people away and kills a bunch of people and that's a fucking shitty Batman he's not going to grow up with that don't worry about it number three on the Roper report didn't expect that oh, come on I got to be a realist you know what I mean yeah again is it the DCEU I wanted no. fuck no no oh God how good was that TikTok I sent you <laughs> now granted I'm an old man I'm an old man. So a lot of the TikToks I enjoy are just screenshots of memes and Reddit posts. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> Someone's curating it for me and putting a little song. I'm listening on mute. It doesn't matter. But there was, it was uh, somebody being like, there was the sh- screenshot of the Trinity from BVS and like the Trinity, ne- DC Trinity will never be better than this. And then it was the co- somebody quote tweeting and going, this is the only time Wonder Woman ever spoke to Superman. <laughs> Kellel, no. It. Like, I never thought about it. I did never, you? Did not fucking, no.
0: absolutely fucking wild. I thought she was wild. I no, that's, you see that? You're like,
2: ah oh, yeah. Huh? Fuck, dude. Huh? That's what we're dealing with here. I mean, just don't get in Snyder's way. They should have let him do what he they wanted should, to do. Yeah, you know that, I mean?
0: That's where they went wrong.
2: <laughs> go, James Gunn. We need you. Uh, number three, Saudi-funded Savi Games was the mystery partner in collapsed $2 billion Embracer deal. This is Steven Totillo over at Axios. This is a long one because we've been waiting to know what the hell's going on over here. So I'm going to wet my whistle. Ooh, Tim, up? tell me your favorite Pokemon name. My favorite Pokemon name. My favorite Pokemon's Caterpie, and
0: people don't believe that, but it's true.
2: Thank you. The previously unknown partner in a $2 billion video game mega deal that mysteriously and dramatically collapsed last spring was the Saudi government-funded Savi Games group Axios has learned. The fallout of the failed deal sent shares of the Embracer Group, Savi's would-be partner and one of the most voracious acquirers of video game studios in the last several years, plummeting and forced it into cost-cutting mode, which is still going on. Of course, lots of studios being uh, reduced, closed, etc. Back to Stephen. More broadly, the revelation may raise questions about how Saudi Saudi Arabia will proceed with its controversial ambitions to invest $38 billion in the video game industry axios learned of savi's involvement from four sources familiar with the deal who were not authorized to speak about it publicly and after reviewing documentation related to the planned partnership an embracer spokesperson declined to comment for this story a savi rep did not reply by press time the two billion dollar deal would have involved savi investing in the development and publishing of games from embracer helping establish the saudi company as a major gaming label Embracer had been promising investors news of a lucrative, quote, transformative partnership with several industry partners, end quote, since November 2022. But in a May 24, 2023 note, Embracer management announced the collapse of one of the massive partnerships uh, while carefully avoiding naming the partner. In the May note, Embracer Group said uh, that the parties had reached a verbal commitment in October 2022 that would have resulted in more than $2 billion, quote, in contracted development revenue over a period of six years, end quote. Quote, all documentation was finalized and ready to go as of yesterday, the company said. We asked for the execution of the agreement before our Q4 announcement. However, late last night, we received a negative outcome from the counterparty, end quote. While Axios's sources were clear about who the deal was with, they were less certain about why Savi walked away. Savi emerged in January 2022 with the news that Saudi Arabia's F- uh, sovereign wealth fund, or public investment fund, the PIF, was was setting it up as was setting it up as an attempt to invest in gaming and diversify the kingdom's economy. Over the past two years, the PIF has become one of the largest shareholders in several major gaming companies, including Nintendo, Take-Two Interactive, and Electronic Arts.
0: The question is, Greg, why'd they walk
2: away? I imagine at some point they looked at Embracer's work and was like, whoa, hold up. These games ain't that good. Yeah. (laughs) You guys, Again, I, and Lars, I don't know you. I'm not talking shit. I'm just talking from an objective stance of looking at the games. Have we ever been what? What a game of the year contender here! What a thing! Embracer is still in. The, granted, they're early with their 135 studios or whatever. I have to go to Wikipedia to see it again. But they are very much THQ again, which was their original name. Yeah. Where they are like, let's let's have a bunch of double A games. Let's have a bunch of games that are licensed. Let's do a bunch of remakes. Let's do a bunch of remasters, I should say. Let's put stuff out like that. And it's like that ain't that ain't the fucking
0: Last of Us. So you're right, but. In terms of Game of the Year, people them being one of the largest stakeholders in Nintendo, Take Two, and EA. Yeah, there are a ton of Game of the Year contenders. A hundred percent. So like I mean, being, would
2: you want uh, wouldn't you want to keep that as your pedigree? Mm-hmm. Keep those? I, I don't think if, if you already are doing this, you already have so many of the Infinity Stones, and they're shiny and nice. Do you really also want to go pick up Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern ring? Great that, that's that's great a great reference. question. Uh, Andy, I wanted you to do Kamala, a Paris, Paris Lily impression.
0: Um can you give Paris Hilly's take on this story? <laughs> uh when it when it comes uh
1: <laughs> when it comes to Saudi when it comes to the Saudi savvy games um and the mystery partner that i can't do it right now you're, cr- you're crushing it, right. it you are fucking crushing it, right it i can't do it you're right you're doing now. a great deep voice but this the, the Saudis are getting involved in a lot of video games right now this story um good to see that mirage has gone gold very very happy about
2: that about it nailed it andy cortez everybody andy cortez <laughs> It's so good, yeah. Why are you back away at the last second? What do you see, uh, you know, October to then this deal collapsing in the spring, right? because remember, it was, yeah, May 24th, right? That was like again, what a nightmare for it, but then also, like, it's terrifying. Let, in, uh, let me open up the embracer group, the embracer group because I want to say this. Stick with me, stick, yeah, with, yeah, me. Yeah, Everybody yeah. stick with me. This reminds no, me, no, don't go anywhere. Stuff. That's not sticking with me. Embracer group, and it's. Sixteen thousand employees. That's not as helpful as I wanted to be. Um, fuck! God damn it! I don't remember how many goddamn. All right, let's do it this way then. Okay. So the night before you're about to announce your Q4 thing and announce this, right, the deal still isn't signed and it falls apart at the last second. It's terrifying for me to think that the Embracer group and its 16,000 employees are running it just like Kind of Funny Runs deals. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whereas I like, got a stream tomorrow, but we haven't executed a statement of work, but it's fine. Yeah, right, we'll we got the down, emails. Man. You're in. We're in. It's <laughs> all great. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking, yeah no, that's in terrifying. October, we're in. Awesome. We assign it. No, November. No, November? no. <laughs> at some point I'd be like, maybe I'm not, maybe, maybe I, And I've done it to you many times, but I walk out. And I'm like, Tim, I just had a great call. Yeah. Uh, It could be nothing, but it could turn into something really cool.
0: <sighs> yeah. It is terrifying to think that like the amount of people at play there. Yeah. Uh, the amount of damage that can be done, the amount of control over the industry. Well, then and you go to a different the world. <laughs> like yeah. it yeah, just yeah, yeah. is wild that like, the numbers that we're talking about, the people that we're talking about making these decisions, it's, it gets scary over time. And like this, I, what's shocking to me is how many big power players there are that we don't even know or talk about. Like the fact that they're talking about the, the savi games, which are something that we have never once said on this show. I'm pretty sure. Sure. Right. We and talk like,
2: about the Saudi fund and them getting into games and yada yada, yada But we haven't talked about it. And like, already. who could the mystery partner be? And we, we start
0: giving our, our thoughts and examples on like potential, uh, gentlemen callers, right? That's not right. That's not at all the correct thing. Yeah, Maybe, maybe I could use that. Um, I would have never thought this, but it just goes to show how much is out there of that value that can have this level of disruption into an industry that we know we think so well. Yeah.
2: Yeah, of course. Uh, one of the things when we talk about this You know, we talk about uh, the Saudi fund. We talk about the investments. You know, you talk about uh, Tencent. You talk about this, you talk about that. We often bring up that, you know, These are countries with problems that are then investing in it. And that's why people have a problem. And I don't think we address it ever head on enough to actually explain if you don't know. So I'm going to read over here, ladies and gentlemen, from uh, the Freedom House, right? Freedomhouse.org. They go through and they do a ranking of every country in terms of how free they are. Saudi Arabia is listed as not free. It's got a 7 out of 100 rating. Obviously, there's lots to read and a lot of history and a lot of stuff to go in there. But the overview reads like this in terms of why people are always mad when they see the Saudi fund investing in games. Saudi Arabia's absolute monarchy restricts almost all political rights and civil liberties. No officials at the national level level are elected. The regime relies on pervasive surveillance, the criminalization of dissent, appeals to uh, sectarianism and ethnicity, and public spending supported by oil revenues to maintain power. Women and religious minorities face extensive discrimination in law and in practice working conditions for the large uh, uh, labor force are often exploitative. And again, that's a summation of a giant thing going yeah. on. So there's a lot of go- going on there. But again, that's where the money's coming from, which is why people then have a problem with them getting involved in games and totally. buying shares and things like, or buying up parts. I mean, uh, more than shares, right? Nintendo, Take-Two, Electronic Arts. Yeah. Of course, yeah. then you can talk about Tencent in China and da-da-da. And all, yeah. On.
0: I saw a blessing in the chat saying that we, we were talking about Saudi. I remember talking about Saudi, but we were talking about Savi Games,
2: S-A-V-V-Y. Yes, exactly. Yeah, If you're blessing and you just got here, drunk on your own power, kicked in the head or whatever. No kidding. Right? Uh, yeah, exactly. We've talked about the Saudi uh, investment fund. We've talked about the PIF a lot. Saudi games, I haven't, I haven't remembered. To my knowledge, about. I've never heard of it. But. Which is just the name of what they're doing here. Or whatever, yeah. Right. So it's not that much different or whatever. Yeah. And a lot of people are popping up over here. Uh, forever Ender is Greg allowed to talk badly about the Saudis as a WWE employee? I, of course, am an independent contractor of the WWE, and I'm allowed to say whatever the fuck I want. I would never work with someone that would then say, "Well, you can't say this and you can't say that." Saudi Arabia is n- ruled by bad people. That's fucked up, and that's why you got to pay attention to where the money's going and stuff. Of course, somebody else was like, "Doesn't Saudi own WWE?" No, they do. Event- WWE does events in Saudi. Not that I'm saying blah, blah, blah. But I'm saying WWE isn't, but that's is a whole different conversation. But anytime you want to talk about this stuff, I'm, I'm here to talk. What do you want to say? What do you want to hear about? What do you want to say? But no, like this is, and again, I hate when these conversations become whataboutism yeah. that, that doesn't help anything. And again, I'm not even saying like, at no point am I saying, well, we're not going to cover the next uh, EA game. We're not going to cover the next thing. That's not what this is. It's part of a weird part of our, it's not even a weird part. It's part of our industry that, is continuing to change and go. And this you talk about Embracer, right? And what this would have meant of have $2 billion from them and have that kind of investment and that kind of arm to the PIF and the Saudi Arabian government. That would have been yet another wrinkle in terms of what's going on. Oh, yeah. We've had a very serious conversation here. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Poe's calling back. Oh, great. I love this show. Poe, you're on Kind of Funny Games Daily. We just came off a serious topic. You're going to be the chaser. How you doing?
1: I'm doing good. How about you?
2: Great. Uh, do you know that there's an Assassin's Creed game coming out this year?
1: Uh no, but it doesn't surprise me because there's a lot of them.
2: Yeah, uh, of course, of course. It. Yeah, would you care? Are you gonna play this one? You think you, a lot of games coming out this year. Uh,
1: will
0: I play this one?
1: Probably not. Um, I'm so far behind. I need to catch up because uh, I did like the storyline that was kind of going out. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's probably not gonna happen. I also. I like the mission stuff and the, the bigger these open worlds get, it's uh, it's too much for me to to get through.
2: Well, Poe, let me tell you about the game coming out this year called Assassin's Creed Mirage. It's a call back to the more classic Assassin's Creed. It's a smaller game. Only like 20 hours.
0: Oh, well, there we go.
2: Okay. Well, go tell your friends.
0: (laughs) 20 20 hours seems a
2: little low, but okay. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, they're selling at a cheaper price too, though. So you're getting that too. Yeah. Was that like 50 bucks? Yeah. Something like that. I think, right? Barrett? Six, I have 50, no 60? idea. Yeah, it's something like that. We'll check. Well, you're wrong. I'll tell me later. But yeah, it's it's good. Yeah,
0: it'll, it'll shave off a As, there. All
2: right, cool. All right, bye. Yeah, $50. All right. Back to the serious topic. L- lie, live to die, live to die. Saudi money, cover it. J.K. Rowling, never discuss Hogwarts legacy ever. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? many goddamn episodes of the show you are fucking watching were about the news, not even the controversy, the news of Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> then guess what? I don't fucking care about Hogwarts. None of none, none, none the, reviewers, fucking care. None of the fucking reviewers care about witches and wizards. Are you gonna? gonna, Where are the goddamn Naruto people? Come at me for not reviewing or talking about that game too. Fucking Jesus, people.
0: Don't call out the Naruto people, (laughs) (laughs) Grant. They'll run run at you. They'll run
2: at you. (laughs) They're rushing into their headbands. You know what I mean? Jesus fucking oh, Christ. <laughs> you know? God damn, we are eleven people. <laughs> what are you fucking talking about? Oh, Cheesy crazy.
0: Cheesy <laughs> crazy, motherfuckers.
2: This is we're out we're like one we're one deaf kind of way from me calling him a cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You didn't remember, if you don't remember that old story, the maddest I ever got at a PR person, I screamed, he's a cheeseburger. And yeah. Tim's like, what does that mean? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I had, I had gotten that mad that I can't come up with a real insult for how mad I am with this person.
0: Oh, Jesus God. Crazy. All right, back to it. <laughs> the camera guy says, damn, he's dropping the crazy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like people roll out of bed like, I'm going to be mad <laughs> in the comments <laughs> oh, of a video I'm game news mad, show dude. today. Oh, my goodness. God. Number four on the Roper Report. And this one I has me interested. Happy. This one has me interested. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles The Last Ronin has been officially revealed through a teaser trailer. This is Brian Shea at Game Informer. Earlier this year, Paramount released, nope, Paramount teased a video game based on the popular Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles graphic novel The Last Ronin was in development. Wow, we haven't heard much about it since then. Sorry. Today's THQ Nordic Digital Showcase, under the umbrella of the Embracer Group, gave us a teaser trailer. Unfortunately, we did not get any looks at gameplay or additional information. In the last Ronin graphic novel storyline, the final surviving member of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is on a quest for revenge in a ruined New York City. Both the trailer and the new synopsis point towards this being the case for the game as well. Quote, who is the last Ronin? In a future battle-ravaged New York City, a lone surviving turtle embarks on a seemingly hopeless mission, seeking justice for the family he lost. From the minds and creators of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and based on the best-selling comic book event by Eastman uh, Waltz Bishop uh, DeLago and A.S. Garzo Brothers, the official video game adaptation of TMNT, The Last Ronin, and here it is. Got some cool green candles. I mean, Tim, dude. you've talked this one up forever. Yes. I want you to know that. Obviously, I respect your opinions. Mm-hmm. And, so this, I, I, and I know how much you like this one. Mm-hmm. And then you also know, like for me, right? Like I, I grew up being a Turtles fan mm. begrudgingly because I saw the writing on the wall that they were going to be more popular than Ghostbusters. They I met mean. the end of Ghostbusters. Yeah. And I liked them fine, but I haven't ever come back for anything more modern. Yeah. And so I was at a graphic novel shop. Ooh. They call them a comic book store. Yeah, <laughs> I said yeah. it like that. <laughs> Holding the graphic novel for Last Ronin. Uh, in Detroit and I almost bought it, but I paged through it and I was like, mm, I don't know if I'm, I like the art style, and like, I didn't, and I put it down. Yeah. I think a game I'd be super excited. Oh
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. I do think you should read through it. I think that it's really cool and it's awesome. And do I do have
2: it. Bring it in. Let me read
0: it. Um, you got I got a digital.
2: No, I, I have, I bought it. Bring
0: I bought it. it as well. So yeah, I, I'll bring it in for you. It's, it's awesome. And it's condensed enough that it is just a, it's a one-off story and they do a really good job. I think of uh, it, no matter how familiar you are with turtles lore, this story is like, you don't really need to know too much else. It reminds me a lot of, uh, Dark Knight Returns where it's like, yeah. you could read it. And like, it's dealing with a lot of history, but kind of in its own way. And it gives you any context you need to j- know everything just from that story. Similar thing with, the uh, last Ronin here. What's interesting is there's a sequel series coming out now, um, that I think just started last month. I'm going to wait till it uh, gets a couple of so, issues yeah. in, uh, cause in classic comic book fashion, These things are supposed to come out like monthly or whatever. And no, no, no. That's not how it happens. You know what I mean? Of course. Yeah, I'm well aware. Um, But anyways, this being a video game is extremely exciting. It could be really cool. The dream for years, there was like, oh, Rock City's working on a Turtles game. Oh my God. That would be awesome. If it was the last Ronin thing, that would be awesome. That's not what's happening here. This is THQ Nordic making this. Do I have faith that this is going to be good? Absolutely not. I hope that it's just okay. I hope that it's at least fun a three out of five i would die for here because the story is awesome i there's enough hints in the 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 trailer shows very little right but if you read the comic it shows a lot like there's a lot of stuff Uh, that i'm seeing here i'm like oh shit they're gonna let you do this this and this that's fucking cool as hell um or at least play through certain scenarios from the the book which are awesome so that gets me excited but it's hard to think that this is going to be an arkham asylum type hit for sure i mean and i know that that's
2: a question Wyatt, I have right. for you is I remember when you were reading it. Correct me if I'm wrong. Obviously, one of the hooks of the story is not knowing which turtle you're following. Yes. How is that like a reveal at the end or the like third act? Um, I mean, it's, it's revealed I, very early. Okay, cool. Because yeah. that was my thing of playing the game. I would be like, well, is it, I mean, you if- kind
0: of tease it there with the candles, right? The four candles. You see the bandana and like it starts going down. Yeah, it's the hook of it is like, which is who is the last Ronin? But then once that's revealed then it, it gets way more into the why the how of That's it all cool. um but i will say it's the best choice possible they do such a good job with that story of like what it means to lose your brothers and sure. to be alone when you were raised as a team forever sure and i can see it turn, turning into a video game so well i just you know it's everything around it that i'm like i it's it's hard to have too much excitement for it but
2: i'm also surprised this game exists do we know... I read the story, I know. We don't know who's developing it, right? This year, Paramount Teaser. Yeah, we do. De- it's last run in development. THQ Nordic Digital Showcase gave us the teaser trailer.
0: I was reading about this a couple days ago. I forget who exactly it was. Are, are you showing us... What is this, Barrett? No, so this is Samurai Jack Battle Through
2: Time. You guys time, like which, this one a lot, I remember.
1: Yeah, we we, we liked it. Uh, we, played a, we did a stream of it. I played a little bit off stream. This isn't THQ Nordic, but... Just knowing THQ Nordic and the developers that they have at their disposal, I feel like best case scenario, at least gameplay wise, we would get something like this. Um,
0: and unfortunately not like Tim was saying, like a, a rock steady level of, of game there, you know, uh, black forest games, Cameron Kennedy saying, which is the um, destroy all humans people. So yeah, mm. I think you're right. It would be something like this. And Honestly, like it's it, not terrible. I'm, I'd be okay with that. Like if it just goes through the story and does it in a cool way, like, I would, I'd be totally down for this, but this is what we should expect, you know. Yeah,
2: um, which is a it could be a lot of fun to play. Yeah, but also kind of a bummer, right? Yeah, if yeah you I do mean, want that
0: rock steady. That'd be know, incredible. It'd be, it'd be. So, I mean, like well, a Sony Santa Monica making a Last Ronin game. Oh my God, yeah. But like that is such dream shit. Yeah, that's yeah, like Insomniac yeah, yeah. making a Spider
2: Man game. Like, come on. They did it. it was they good. did it, guys. Remember that, and they're doing it again. They are so <laughs> close. So close. Can't wait. Speaking of can't wait, number five on the Roper Report, a new South Park game has been announced. This is Taylor Lyles over at IGN.com. After initial tease at its showcase last year, publisher THQ Nordic, under the Embracer umbrella, has revealed South Park Snow Day, a new 3D co-op multiplayer game coming to PC, PS5, and the Xbox Series X/S next month, the week next year. I was trying to get it all out, and also I wanted to watch because I haven't seen the trailer yet, so I fucked you guys up, and then I'm sorry. Jeff Jarrett is still in my head, all right? And the cheeseburgers in the chat. Uh, St- South Park Snow Day focuses on Cartman and the crew as they celebrate not having school for the day, uh, thanks to inclement weather. While not much is known about the game, it appears to be a fantasy inspired It appears to be fantasy inspired as Cartman is shown wearing his Grand Wizard King costume, while other children in the trailer are shown wearing fantasy inspired outfits. I'm watching right now. So this is just like what, a, a dungeon crawler, you think? Co op?
0: Yeah. It kind of reminds me of, like, the the N64 South Park games, which, you know, it's a choice to make another one of those. South
2: Park Snow Day is developed by Question Games, the studio whose previous projects include 2015's The Magic Circle, a fantasy puzzle game, and The Blackout Club, a first-person co-op horror game released in 2019. Yeah, I I don't have too much faith in this one either. No, it seems like it'd be maybe a fun Let's Play, maybe a fun stream, beat things over the head. But, yeah, to your point, again... Back to my comment that I'm not talking shit, Lars. I'm just calling them as I see them. It reminds me of like the Family Guy game or like yeah, the South Park yeah. game or like not the RPGs from Ubisoft, the ones that we were playing on PS2, where it was mm-hmm. like, all right, cool, like you run around beating shit up and you're in the world, but do you care about this game? Yeah, everything licensed IP.
0: It, I mean, honestly, it is really just going back to the what we think of licensed games as opposed to what they've turned into, and that's why going even to turtles, it's like, well, cool. I at best expect. Like uh, the the GameCube, PS2, Xbox era, like Ninja Turtles, Battle Nexus, and things like that, They were fine games. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it was a fun rental from Blockbuster.
2: But this is like, again, to a degree, and I'm getting a little fast and loose. But stick with me. A step back, pre Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. Remember when Arkham Asylum hit? And mean, you take comic book games out of it, just IP games where you played Arkham Asylum. And you're like, holy shit! Wait a second. This is like an actually awesome game. It's not even a good. It's not a good or great IP game or a comic book game. It's a great game. And that was from years of abuse of getting movie tie-ins and show tie-ins that had nothing to do with it and weren't inventive and weren't using the world. It was Mm -hmm. just run around Quahog. It was run around uh, South Carolina. Beat them up and it's like
0: replace the the sprites with literally anything. It could be Batman or it could be Luke Skywalker and it doesn't matter. It's like a different skin on the same... Pig.
2: the only i mean the i should say the only because we don't know much about it other than the trailer right the one thing is that you know matt and trey are very hands-on with every south park project and i know that they don't i, I got to interview them at a comic-con on a panel for the first one stick of truth right yeah mm-hmm. uh and they were very hands-on with that and very they knew they didn't want another shitty south park game so yeah hopefully that's still the case here yeah We'll see. We will see. (laughs) Number six on the Roper Report. Patricia Hernandez is leaving Kotaku. Today she tweeted, "Uh, Today is my last day at Kotaku. Wild. I still remember when I started a decade ago. I'd wake up every morning at 6 a.m. to write a daily feature or original report. I leave today knowing Kotaku is, if not uh, Go Media's biggest site, then on the verge of that. Most days it is. It's all because of the supremely talented folks that I have had the privilege of working to work with every day. As for what's next for me, I'm excited to get back to writing. Uh, there are so many incredible stories I haven't had time to tell. Let's get in touch, and then Patricia leaves an email there if you want to get in touch with them. Of course, Patricia, uh, when uh, they took over being EIC of Kotaku, uh, came on Kind of Funny Games Daily. So, mm-hmm. of course, happy trails congratulations Absolutely. 10 years man yeah it's insane is that what it was i didn't I, uh, yeah, yeah. Did i read through that and not have it register uh yeah when i started a decade ago yep there you go that's how that's ten, decade is 10 years ago mm-hmm. yeah uh yeah i see a gg patricia in chat well said alex uh number 7 on the Roper report. Pokemon Company is having conversations about release schedules and ensuring quality. This is Andy What's Robinson up? over at VGC. The Pokemon Company is, quote, unquote, having conversations about how to ensure the quality of future games under its frequent release schedule, it's said. The Pokemon Company has had a long history of publishing new video games often. Only 7 years in the last 27 years have not seen a new mainline release. In the 12 months leading up to Scarlet and Violet's release last November, three major Switch titles were released, including Legends Arceus and Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. However, the series' cadence appears to have caused some quality issues during the HD era. At release, 2019's Sword and Shield was criticized for poor visual quality, while last year's Scarlet and Violet launched with many technical issues, which Nintendo even apologized for. Speaking at the Pokemon World Championship in Yokohama, Japan, this weekend, the Pokemon Company COO uh, Takato Utsunomiya. Utsunomiya. I'm learning. Do you know this? No, I don't. Okay. But that sounds right. Uh, no, I, I meant, did, did you know the person? No. I'm crushing the pronunciation because yeah. I'm slowing no. down in in, in learning because that's how it is. uh, was asked by comicbook.com if there was a specific schedule that the Pokemon brand was beholden to when it came to the release of the new Pokemon games. Quote, I think in general, if you look at the past, the path we've taken up until now has been its constant release, always regularly releasing products on a fairly fixed kind of cadence, you might say, always having these products able to be introduced and new experiences for our customers. And that's how we've operated up until now. I think we're still operating in that way, but there's more and more conversations as the development environments change about how we can continue to do this while making sure that we're ensuring really quality products are also being introduced." End quote. Tim, you're the Pokemon. What does this Pokemon conversation do for you? I mean, it makes me
0: a little happy that they're at least acknowledging it and they see that there is a problem and they want to have really quality products. What that means, I don't know. I just yeah. think that there's realities to all of this. both That from people the game buy it, no side. matter how broken they are? Yeah, but it's like even just beyond that of yeah. what these games have become and just how unsustainable they are from an expectation perspective and also just from a, there's just so much that has to happen and if it doesn't happen, people are mad. But it's like in order for all of it to happen with the amount of Pokemon there are like you need to make it so that the, it's the same models being used. Like the personality of the, the Pokemon themselves eventually goes away because it's the same model in every single game being used. Sure. And that's the only way to get these, to, to have this be Keep the Yeah, And it's like, that is just, you know, we've seen it with a lot of different franchises. I mean, we, even Mario, I always wow. complain about how many games were done in the 2d new, uh, super Mario brothers style. But with Pokemon, it's like, once they went to 3d, you saw the struggle, right? They didn't have a struggle in the 2D era. They were pushing shit forward, like yeah. all the way on, onto the the DS, like looking at Pokemon black and white too. It's like, that game is gorgeous. And the the amount of personality that each Pokemon had in the the battle animation sprites and all of that, like once they transition to 3D, all of that goes away and it just starts to become, all right, it's the same looking thing. And I feel like when you add all of that onto just more and more and more on top of um, systems that just don't, play well on hardware like the switch that isn't working well with how they developed it it just feels like i don't believe that these problems are going to be fixed i honestly don't believe with with all the factors that play with pokemon that they can be fixed because of the fact that there is a show there is a card game there's all these different things that matter more than the games everything matters because it's all money right and so it's like i while i'm happy they're acknowledging it i just don't see this actually changing anything we're Coming up on Generation 10, it'll be the 30th anniversary of Pokemon. That, I think, is their best chance at taking the step back and being like, hey, let's fucking get things together and, like, let's make this one special. Let's get everybody on. Let's let's make a game of the year. Okay. I don't expect that, though. But I do think that if it's going to happen, it's going to be Generation 10, 2025 or whatever it is. Six. I'm not so sure. But um, kind of I, I feel like that's... That's the best case scenario here. I do think that like where, right now, there's not going to be a, a mainline Pokemon release this year. There were like so many backed up um, from November with uh, Brilliant Diamonds, Shining Pearl to early uh, last year with uh, Legends Arceus and then um, Scarlet and Violet in uh, last November. And then here we have the DLC coming out yeah, for yeah. Scarlet and Violet. That's like the big ticket item for Pokemon this year. I don't know when we get the next thing.
2: Do you hold that hope that when then the super nintendo switch drops like that'll have helped some of the performance issues
0: i mean no because i just feel like they're behind always like i feel like there's still going to be everything i just said about like the systems and like the amount yep. of the pokemon yep. and like all that, that that's not going to be solved you know it's just yeah. like it, it's just getting bigger and bigger and like there's a lot of great decisions being made but there's just too much to be have to uh too much expectation that just cannot be met because they balloon so much so it's they're in a tough spot with it all especially when the reality is they're selling so fucking well that anything why they put you, out on why, the Switch, yeah. yeah, it's like they so now you get their... Take on the
2: chin. Who cares? You're all still buying the game. And that sucks, you know? It yeah. sucks that
0: that's the, the reality, but like, I almost guarantee we're going to get at least two more games on the Switch from Pokemon. I don't think it'll be Gen 10. I think Gen 10 will be sure. the next thing because we've already gotten two full generations on, on the Switch. SG-17
2: yet? says February 27th, 1996.
0: Exactly, That's but that's Japan, right? So I just sure. don't know exactly how they're going to play anniversaries can get a little, you know what I mean? Year of
2: mom. Yes.
0: Yeah. And it'll end up being more than one year, but um, anyways, I don't know. I think that we'll get a, another legends game on the switch and potentially another remake on the switch. Maybe two is a a lot, but I don't know. We're not done with the switch and Pokemon.
2: We're also not done with games showcases. Number eight and final on Europa report. Uh, panic is having a showcase. They tweeted. Hello. We have a lot to share about the video games. We are publishing. Please join us for our panic game showcase on August 29th, 10 a.m. Pacific for brand new game announcements, a fun noir, nor, nor update and a closer look at Des Polito. It's around 20 minutes long. Maybe we'll get some play date news, but Tim, mm-hmm. if I want to know what's happening to this panic thing, August 29th is so far away. It is. If I wanted something more immediate, say, what came to Mom and Grob Shops, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across
0: each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show host each and every weekday. I have a sneeze coming, but I don't know when it's going to come, guys.
2: Yes, you. Today, Astro Flame Starfighter is on all the PlayStations and all the Xbox. A new date for you. Mediterranean mediterraneania Inferno launches August 24th on Steam. Yeah. It's hey man, they're adding extra letters in there. Mm-hmm. doing my best. All right. Don't get in my face about it, Tim. I'm not. Good. Uh we asked people watching live on twitch.tv/slash kind of funny games and youtube.com slash kind of funny games to go. To kind dot of com slash you're wrong and tells us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and listening on podcast services around the globe uh, kabobs writes in and says the Ahsoka show debuts on Disney plus in one week and a day with its first two episodes. So close. And then D Fuller says Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning is currently the high, the fifth highest-grossing Mission Impossible movie worldwide. It's behind Fallout, Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, and two. It's the sixth highest-grossing if you look at just the domestic. Do we talk about that? Or were we were talking about quality at one point. I don't know. What we're talking about how much it made. I was talking about how much it made. Okay. I just tuned out. Sure. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Monday, which means I got a case on the Mondays. And did you see this thing that I tweeted the other day? I shared on Instagram. It was a very introspective look. Everyone wants to give Garfield shit, right? Mm-hmm. But Garfield's day is the same every day. He hates Mondays because John would have to go to work. That's why he hates Mondays. He loves John, even though he acts like he hates John. Something to think about. Wow. I just wanted you guys to flip on what you thought of Garfield. The for emotional a second, core right? there, You know yeah. what I mean? Well, Garfield gets a lot of shit. I feel like a lot of people would kick Garfield if they saw him, not me. Holy I'd crap. bring him home. i put him in a little box. Let him sleep. i put him in a box. Well, no, that's how he sleeps in his little box. I always forget how up
0: on the Garfield lore Dude, you are. Dude, brother, you you me to fucking you Okay,
2: <laughs> I'll tell you what. You want to know how many book it pizzas I got just reading Garfield books? Come on now. I'll tell you some deep lore if you want it. Remember when they changed art style? I don't. Remember when John drank semen at the vet? That's a real thing. It's a real fucking thing. Ladies and gentlemen, anyways, it's a new week. You have new hosts. Tuesday, it's going to be Tim and me. Wednesday, it's going to be Tim and me. Thursday, it's going to be Tim and a mystery partner. I I think it's Bless. I think the mystery partner. Thursday, it's going to be Tim and (laughs) Bless with his mystery partner. And then Friday, is Tim and Bless, too. Man, you're hosting the rest of the week. All the time. I'm hosting every day. That doesn't sound like We can change yet. it. We can juggle nah, we can it. I mean, once. I'm fine. But by time you got some at-bats. You know what, what I'm mean? saying, man. Uh, if you're watching live, ladies and gentlemen, guess what's up next? It's, of course, your Kind of Funny Games daily post show where Andy will come on. We'll read the super chats and hang out. Then it's going to be Kind of Munchies on the stream. So if you're watching live on Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games or YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games, that's there for you to watch. However, if you miss it and you say, hey, that sounds like a great time, I want to see what weird shit they're going to eat. You could go to YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny where Kind of Munchies posts <clears throat> alongside all the other streams and have a great time. Of course, this has been kind of funny games daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, of course, head over to patreoncom kind of funny, where a couple of bucks will, of course, get you the show ad free on demand. The ability to watch the podcast live as we record them without ads, like we're doing this afternoon. We talk about Starfield, me, Andy, and Paris. Woo! Andy kicked up his little leg. I don't know why I call it a little leg. Why? Well, I mean, it is. No, no, Stella couldn't do it. Sorry, I don't Hello. know what, uh, Of course, uh, you could also get 300 exclusive episodes of content, <laughs> including the ones we posted over on YouTube, and are continuing to post on the weekends throughout the month on YouTube. So maybe you come over and support us during this pledge drive. However, I digress. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. Oh wow! No getting away from it. No getting That's away. So handy such a good, such a good modulation on Nick's voice. They ever oh, you ever modulate? Nobody knew it was Nick's voice the whole time. That's, their fucking <laughs> they <laughs> they're fucking idiots. Nick is clear as day. fucking everybody. idiots. I, should, I shouldn't expect anything less from KFAF fans, though. God, oh, everybody. should I put this fork in the outlet? I'll get on TV. Hey. Everybody, nobody ben, knew. please be excited. Draw me. Hey. Nobody knew who it was. There was a lot of people. There was a lot of debate. Well, I mean, first off, you just gave it away. I said that you could have been like. Actually, nobody knows who it was, and we'd have been like, "Oh, that's stupid. It's clearly him." You eating some toasty goldfish? What do you got? Here? Mega, um, Mega the, bites. These goldfish. are
1: the goldfish that I've been meaning to bring in for. I've been telling Nick. For How about, big are they? They're real big. I've been telling. <laughs> I've been telling Nick. Can I eat one? Every day I'm bringing up. It? Yeah. For the last like two months or so, I've been saying, "Nick, dude, you gotta try out these these jumbo goldfish. You're gonna freaking love them." I'm gonna bring uh, you back. Boo.
2: I always. They're
1: not eat that the big. Bag. I
2: thought they're gonna be huge.
1: Well, I mean, look. There's a size. You can see the size difference right here. I mean, they're bigger. That's pretty big, yeah.
2: It's Makes really. Light. It's kind
1: of hard to see, but there's a little diagram there on the back. They're good though, right?
2: I don't know. And hey, you're topping off with a major melon. Oh no, something different. Well,
1: yeah. So I have. Um, I still have some oh, sweet yeah. lightning left in my armored Corsix Fires Rubicon bottle, mm-hmm. and I'm going to mix That's it. That's been in. sitting there all weekend, right? This is from KFA. If you didn't watch, it's a great episode. You should go see. It. What do you mean? What do I mean? Didn't you pour that in on Friday? Hmm. I'm gonna mix it in with the Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh, this zero, will refresh it, yeah. Mountain Dew zero, Qua- uh, zero Sugar Make Spark. Making suicides over here. Also Great. zero carbonation because uh, this was sitting in my bedroom for about two years. So
2: I gl- I'm glad you hung on to all this though. You knew it was coming. You knew you.
1: I knew it was coming. I knew it was it was planned for a long time. A lot of naysayers out there being like, "Man, people can you know, you know, kind of funny, you know, not doing all the the Patreon stuff, and now they're pushing things out all of a sudden." They're just rushing all these things. This is back to the conversation we were complained. having.
2: It's back to the conversation, and it's we're like,
1: uh, no, I've had these Mountain Dews in my room for at least five years now.
2: It's almost like we had a plan, but like Spider Man, Insomniac stuff. Mm-hmm. If you want to get mad about it, mm-hmm. and now we're doing too good. Here's Welcome puddles, in everybody, everybody
1: to the kind of funny games daily post show, where we have a super chat with your super hosts. Uh, my name is Andy, and I'm going to.
0: Goldfish are so good, dude. But these especially, yeah. I honestly, like, I'm I'm not a big snacky guy. This is changing me. Yeah, I'm like, I get it. Here's the
1: best thing about them is that they're 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 really Mm. kind of like they they crack in half really easily. Mm. They're Mm. kind of hollowed out, and I love taking one half and going, and it goes boop. Yeah, and then you eat the other half. it's So delicious. Double double fish. Um, Double fish. Let's get those super chats in. Let's get those resubs up. We'll start to read some here. Um, Spice Runner, resubscribed on Twitch. Thank you. I know this is a YouTube super chat, but I like reading the Twitch subs as well. Spice Runner, shit about Mr. using Bob. Prime for four years says, "Tim, take my money. Nothing about dead, uh, dead Reckoning Part One was pushing the franchise forward, other than adding another number to the title. The villain, the team, the plot, the action—all beaten by past movies in the franchise." Yeah, but remember when he fucking crashed into a train? Fucking hilarious. Great, yeah, great moment. Hilarious, great moment. Hilarious. Uh but yeah, it's uh definitely not making a whole lot of money, but you gotta blame Barbenheimer for that. Um It still is making money.
2: Jace drone. Maybe if they did it like, you know, it's day at five hundred digital. Yeah. Maybe if they did day and day digital, they get some more money, you know? They wouldn't, it would do worse. I mean, I wouldn't get it, but uh, you know, (laughs) (laughs) it would do much worse. Uh, I just put on a streaming service to launch, you know,
1: Steven Damien with a $5 super chat says, do you think GTA online will go free to play or maybe subscription service as a standalone game?
2: I mean, I think all options are on the table for GTA online Two, whatever they ship with GTA six in the future. We had a long conversation about this on games daily, right? I would think it's going to be free to play. Yeah. I would think you have some kind of free option to get people in for sure.
0: Yeah. I but Rockstar's crazy
2: and they know the dedication they have to
0: that Yeah. That, that's the thing is I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was, if GTA six was one thing and then GTA online was a separate paid thing because they know they can get away with it. And I think that unlike a lot of other games and teams out there, they could back it up. Like I feel like they could make it worth it yeah. and like, keep investing in it, but then there is just the reality that so many things are free to play now, and that is the market at this point, but do they need to compete with Fortnite when they do have their own thing going? I mean,
2: remember too, like GTA Online came with GTA 5, mm-hmm. like so that, and that was the way to get into it, right? And that was the free way to do Not free, but you paid for that. And yeah. I, I imagine that's how it's going to be again. They know everybody's going to buy GTA 6.
0: Yeah,
1: Can totally. You know? Can we, right now, pizza bet, all three of us, Sure how Rockstar will announce GTA six? Is it going to be a, like a tweet? Hey, tomorrow tune in here for everything you need to know. Is it going to yeah. be a tomorrow yeah. thing? Is it going to be like a big lead up? Hype I, think they'll, I think they'll give it like a week, a week, I think at at they'll give it a, week. a week at most. Yeah. I think it's going to be a day. I think it's going to yeah. be just like, here's a tweet. Hey, tomorrow check I, out this website. Yeah, I'd, I'd be willing to bet it. I
2: heard day. y'all like GT, so
1: we got it. Yahoo.com got the exclusive, you know, some shit like that. Um, missing <laughs> Link says, Starfield's less than a month away, baby. For your 47 months, almost four years here. Thank you for using Thank your you. Prime on us. Sweet Joseph with 41 months says, on my way to four years of subscription. Let's go. Casa de Flores, three years. Shane Station, 25 months. Baby Olive Party says, We the Trogs. Thank you, yeah. Olive Party. Yeah. Your new
2: shirt, That's you can show. get it at patreon.com slash
1: Every Show Joe, 29 months. Andrew SC, thirty-two months. Little Jacob, twenty-seven months. Manny Bagel Boy Sanchez. Manny Bagel Boy Sanchez, where you been? With a ten dollars super chat, says Tim. On Sunday, I was thinking about going to my local card comic book shop because I was feeling the urge to get Yu-Gi-Oh cards, but didn't fear or but didn't go
0: for the fear of this exact situation. Sure. My thing is, I I want to. I'm gonna give it another shot, and I don't want it because I want to support these things. I just really didn't like that experience, and it, it makes me sad, Greg. You yeah. know, but. Go out there, and if anything, just fucking throw your shit around. You own the place. Put your heart in the car, everybody. Yeah, heart in the car. DG
1: Mayor with 44 months total subscription. Guitar Hero Arrow $5 super chat, says, Inside baseball question. Has Kind of Funny Baseball ever considered a Nintendo podcast? If so, what's held you back? And who would you
0: want for the host lineup? I'd say Reggie, fils Reggie would be great. Yeah. No, we've talked I mean since the dawn of kind of funny. I'll give we've talked $20 about twenty dollars a podcast. Having a, a Nintendo wow. podcast. To <laughs> but, uh Nintendo podcast. Double Paris' salary. But uh but yeah, the problem is <laughs>
1: actually I make around eighteen dollars a podcast. You in it out of that one, no, a bit, you know. Jay, play it. Thank you for your. Uh, Wait, no, we, we, we never answered start. the question. We never <laughs> answered the question. Whatever Nintendo. Well, I, did my, I did my impression.
0: Yeah, no. The, the problem. The problem is we we. There's only so much resources for us here. There's only so many like ways we can put shows out. We already have Games Daily. We already have Games Cast. And there's just not enough Nintendo news to be able to s- sustain that. And who would do it here? It's like, I would want to do that. Absolutely. But I need the right people. And I don't think that we have a Nintendo audience at Kind of Funny that would make that show worth doing in the same way that PS I Love You and X-Cast are for different ways. Where X-Cast has Mike as the clear defining thing of like, that show exists because of Snowbike Mike. And because he wants to talk about Xbox that way, PS, I love you, obviously, how do you fix Halo? All of <laughs> and all that, the, how do you fix Halo? <laughs> Yo, but hey, like, real <laughs> X-Cast is writing what is hopefully going to be a turning point for Xbox from the dark ages to hopefully an explosive future that they were there and supporting and they fix Halo eventually. You know what I mean? It will be on the backs of Paris, Gary and, and Mike. Um, but when it comes to the Nintendo side, it's like, we just don't have the people here that are reviewing that have the interest in reviewing the Xenoblade games or uh, a lot of the the other Nintendo property, the Fire Emblem games, like what Nintendo has going on for the most part. And um, so who I'd want for a show like that, it would be somebody that fills that void. We just don't have those yeah. people. And to get those people now is, is very difficult and among a whole bunch of other issues. But we also have Gamescast. Like when there's a Nintendo game that we're interested in reviewing, we do it there. And Nintendo also makes things a lot harder than PlayStation and Xbox does. Like PlayStation Xbox they're just like who the fuck wants codes if you, you all want to review for the most part y'all want to review the game Everybody gets to review of the game. And that's how we make content here at Kind of Funny. Nintendo's yeah. like, no, you get one code. And Nintendo's one
1: code like, on. hey, we will give you half of a code for a remaster of a game that came out 16 years ago. Yeah. But it's embargoed. they will go- give you two so more codes on launch day. Yeah. <laughs> like,
2: oh, that doesn't help us do any content. Hey, if you,
1: you want to show any B-roll on the review thing, they have to be separated into 30-second clips that you can show 19 different types. Only show Samus's legs here. Yeah. And then... Show the top right of the screen where you'll kind of miss the UI health bar. It's if like, you no. show past this first level of a re release of a Kirby game from 15 years ago, we will come to your house and break your fucking legs. Yeah. So true. DG Mayer, 11 months of support. Jay, play it, 10 months. Mokoshona.: Mokashona. Mokashona, Batgirl, and JP all subscribed with Prime. Thank you for using Thank your Prime. You. Calvin Perez, $5. If you have Super Prime, channel. you have
2: a free sub. Get out there and use it. Give it. They're just taking the money. You don't get to use it. If Give, it. Give it. Give
1: like it. Travis King. Warren, 55 months of Prime. Calvin Bettas with the $5 Super Chat says, Responsible dad, Greg. What's the first superhero movies you'll show Ben?
2: It better not be BBS. No, we had a whole conversation about this. <laughs> okay. That's a bad example of Batman. We wouldn't do that. Uh, we'll see what he's drawn to when we go from it. Right now, we're very much in the flow of what little Benny likes. You know what I mean? He likes My Adventures with Superman quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Big fan. That's requests good. to watch it and then when I, I tried to put it when we were caught up i tried to put on uh superman the animated series and he didn't want it so we re- started rewatching what we had done there um so again it'll be whatever he, we whatever he wants and how old he is when he wants to get into it and we'll start from there and go from there as so we keep evolving That's
0: my adorable. money it's not superhero but my money because he's obsessed with trains and he's obsessed with thomas he's on the transformers pipeline What's yeah happening one of us awesome. i thought
1: you were gonna say mission impossible because mission impossible one they have the train they do yeah, yeah. Uncharted Two eventually. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Herman Hohen voice says HBO spawn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Five dollars Zujah from Jace Drone says a few days ago on his personal stream, Snowpack like Mike preso- uh, pronounced JC Chazé as Jace eats as.
2: <laughs>
1: How the hell did he know? Fucking <laughs> Mike. He's such a special human being. Brandon King Vin. JP Annick, Luke the Awesome, Philip Fry, all subscribed with Prime. Thank you so That's much. That's five primers in a row. Thank you so much, Philip primer. J. Fry. Stephen Damien with a $5 super chat. I already asked that one. Thank you very, very <laughs> much, Steven Damien. My name, uh, my name's Idare. My name's dare. My name. Finally got the try those mega goldfish. So good. They're so good, aren't they? I Don't wish they were
2: more? bigger. I do. But I, I also went to. How far is too far? Let though? me tell you. He wants giga. We ascended as parents on Friday. I came home early to spend time before the bachelor party. And we went to Costco and became Costco members. And so I bought my own box of the little mini Cheez-It packs so I can still keep having my treats. I'm going to put them. So I got, I got Cheez-Its out my ass now. So it's like, I don't, I don't need to eat your Megas. I don't want to eat them. They're great. Don't get me wrong. I love them. They're great. Yeah. But I got Cheez-Its and I have the taste for it, this but I still got to have my
1: salad. This has been sitting on the table and I might break one in half.
2: But I'll tell you what, man. I, You oh, know what? I've been... Oh, yeah. Yeah, let me tell you right now. They're not sponsoring us. If they want to, they should, though. But like Costco... Ah. You want a Costco I've been, I've been leaving so much money on the table. Are you kidding me? The, it That's was dangerous. the most fucking suburban parent thing of like turning a corner and be like, Jed, look. <laughs> look. We can get 20 There's of one, coffins we, here. We can get 20 of these for the price of one from the grocery store. Yeah, yeah. Then it, we had to do the thing like, all right, everybody slow down. We're buying too much. <laughs> we're, we're too excited. You're we got right. a 30 pack of mufflers. Yeah. I, I, I
0: also <laughs> recently got uh, the Costco thing and I went and it's been great for the LaCroix. Oh my God. Oh my God. For the of vodka too but, but I came back to
2: Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, we're like, do they, have, do, do they have Tito's? Yeah, they do. By this giant fucking handle of Tito's vodka With all these baby snacks <laughs> rolling out a keg. She <laughs> like,
0: sent me to go get Lacroix, so I came back with a, a metric Pallet. shit ton of it. Uh, but she's like, "Oh, did you get anything else?" I was like, "Ah, they saw one thing. I had to fucking get it." And she's like, "What?" And I bought an obscene amount of gummy bears. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, nice. like, it was just the, the the smallest amount they had, but it was like way too many fucking gummy bears. And it was that, it was
2: that thing too of like, you know, I, we had when Jen uh, was pregnant with Ben. And we were getting ready to set. We bought that chest freezer and made a bunch of meals. Her sister visited. We went to a Costco. We bought a bunch of meat there. We're not happy with the quality of meat. So we're not going to do meat or produce there. We're going to keep buying it. But I walked by Maybe the. they're having a bad day. I walked by the. Man, the ribs though. I mean, like, that's not going to I walked by the. And they had the rotisserie chickens. I'm like, Jen, it's $5. <laughs> I'm like, and I'm like, I'm only buying rotisserie chickens because <laughs> that's what I eat at, You know, for I lunch or for a week. Kiss. I'm like, I'm only buying it from Costco. So yesterday we were at the store. She was sending me the store to get something to make, just normal store. And I'm like, all right, cool. And she's like, well, and get a rotisserie chicken for your stuff for the week. I'm like, I'm just going to go to Costco tomorrow. She's like, you're going to go to Costco and just get a rotisserie chicken. I mean, dude, dude
0: do you have how I close I'm, we are? I'm
2: 100, and I, I know how close we are. And again, now that I'm there, I'm like, dangerous. why am I getting pizza anywhere else? Why am I eating hot dogs anywhere? It's right there. Let's get over there. Like, in the old away. days of the IGN day, like, I mean, Brisbane, 2007, there would be a somebody to stand up, Costco lunch, and we would all fucking go Fuck eat Fuck yeah, dude. It's changed my life over the weekend. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it took G- Benny to do his first Giants game. I don't know if you saw that. It was very yeah, sweet Wait, when United. was that? Did you go yesterday? Saturday. Where uh, was my yesterday. Uh, I knew you would to come. I would have gone. But then you would have been all weird about everything. <laughs> you know? You're I like a weird I like sports.
1: <laughs> Actually, my friend was there.
2: Yeah. Did you see us? Yeah. Benny had his little jersey on. We got him a jersey. He's super cute. Oh, he loved it. He has a baby jersey. Great time. Little baby jersey. He was dancing. Dancing in the on the seats, climbing all over. In the seats. Yeah, Blueberry
1: Manilow and Tyler, Eichen, uh, Tyler Eichenberg, two subscriptions in a row, both using, oh no, tier one and a primer. Thank you so much. Kyle the Fish, Ooh, a $5 blub. Super Chat. Thank you, Kyle. Plug, says, plug. Hey, best friends, watching plug. live from the hospital, waiting for our
0: first
3: baby. Hey, that hey. one had some turns, Woo! you know
0: what I mean? Could have been bad, yeah. but no, it's a good one. Congratulations. Thanks for keeping... And the
1: sitting and waiting, entertaining. Thank you, Kyle. The fish.
0: Did you did you see last week that I guess it was like over the weekend here that uh, another set of best friends had a baby and that they were watching KFAF in the hospital before it happened? That is inappropriate.
1: It's like it's like a lot of people say it's like playing Mozart for your baby. Sure, sure. Like you want to bring them into that environment. You know, when people want like when when there's uh, women out there that want to have natural births. Yeah you could play all sorts of stuff to kind of like calm the mood people say that if you play the episode where we go drive and eat a bunch of nuggets that that's really beneficial health wise
0: sure fair enough andy did you hear the controversy that happened somehow are we moving off the
2: baby stuff we because I wanted to call out the one, the one video we got of a, a dad watching KFAF with his ki- kid and the kid being super into the Andy and Nick stuff and then flipping out at the Ronald stuff and crying. Oh, I did that. was John that. Pick
1: Destructoid. Yeah. yeah. It, was,
2: it was like, it was just like, here's, here's my uh, two-year-old baby watching KFAF and
1: he's like laughing. And then it immediately cuts to Ronald McDonald. <laughs> he's just in the little chair, in the little movie chair, Rocker, just crying. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, I got awesome. awesome. That's
0: so good. Uh, but Andy, I don't know what happened, but for some reason... Just the Ronald bit Got uploaded to the KFGD podcast feed oh. So people People are like tweeting at me Like like hey how come the Games Daily podcast Is just a seemingly drunken Greg Acting like Ronald McDonald for five minutes But it's so funny because we're trying to figure out How this happened and it's the right Games Daily is on all the feeds But some people got the fucking
2: Ronald McDonald Something real, something dark comments. at foot here maybe not feeling Ronald <laughs> Not feeling fine with regular KF and Andy and the super happy, ratings. super cute.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, that's horrible.
2: I uh, love in the it. chat. Uh, Evans uh, says, uh, Have I missed kind of munchies? No, kind of munchies is coming up here after your potion.
1: Yeah. Mad rocks with a $5 super chat says finally recovered from my post-evo fugue state went two for two for both of my games all good though played tons of casuals and reignited my love for fighting games that's cool congrats Sick. next year you'll be on the be on the main stage joshy g with a $5 super chat says Nobu sakaguchi the creator of the series beat final fantasy 16 and called it the ultimate final fantasy game so i ask for the final fantasy 16 spoiler cast win nice shirt, Greg. I'm Make still it,
0: working on dogs. it. I'm still working on it, everybody. But now that Andy beat it, we're getting closer. But now we're also getting to this era where every week we have something to talk about. So Things I don't track. know. I don't know when we're going to get it, but <laughs> yeah. spoiler cast can happen at any moment. Uh, but hey, the creator of Final Fantasy has some good taste. Just saying, everybody. Yeah.
1: Gabry Goris, 13-month resubscription on Twitch says, Andy, are you and Shadowheart going to double date with Nick and Ashley someday? <laughs> it's going to be me and Nick Scarpino with two very, very red flag character problematic you know, very <laughs> problematic uh dates right so there you and three red flags <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, exactly sorry, right. that's exactly right that's exactly right because at least like i'm questioning like god every time shadow heart says something i'm just like oh this is bad but then i just look into her eyes i'm like oh, i fall in love with you but nick is just like you know ashley making some points <laughs> <laughs> uh finn thank you for your 74 months Woo. of subscription dropping the little portillo financial advice emote I am Peter Cole with a $5 super chat. says, coming out to SF in a week, what must-see places or must-see restaurants? Love you, boys. Marufuku Ramen. I always say that.
2: Grat pie, guys. Oh, I, yeah, yeah.
1: Those are great options. I support that. Marufuku Hardly Ramen. Done. Volcano Curry. Oh, yeah. Drew Bus. Drew Bus. With an $8 super chat. Buss. Buss. Says, g'day, gang. New, day, new time listener. Apologies if you've answered this in the past, but how come you don't do a Nintendo podcast yet? <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, That's yeah. incredible. Thank you, Drew Bus. Keeping it real with three months of Prime resubscription. Thank you. Keeping it real. Aaron made you laugh. Seventy-seven months. Come to Madhouse Comedy Club in San Diego. Go just go to Madhouse Club San Diego. I had to Club do San the Diego. twisted metal thing. One free drink, the first one to come. Thank you, Aaron. Made you laugh. Bighead Isaac, twenty-three months. Says, can't wait to see Double J beat Greg's ass. No, you're on my side. You're watching my stuff. I don't think. Be so. On my side. $2.80 Super Chat from Cozy Bear says, what's right. your favorite pasta slash sauce topping? Oh, damn. Good I'm plan. a marinara basic bitch. Yeah. I like a red sauce, yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, I like duck egg noodles. That's something the pasta has been making. Doing. I like egg noodles, period, but duck egg noodles are a little bit fattier. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, it, 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 let me tell you this right it, now. Fuck yeah, fuck
1: Hitting it. this shirt from Patreon.com, uh, so that's kind of funny. Let child. me tell you right now. Yeah. Wednesday. I'm leaving back home tomorrow. I'm on- I'm
2: going home.
1: Oh, to the place
2: where uh, I belong. Wednesday, my mom
1: says shrimp linguine on Wednesday. Oh my god! Oh, you know oh, what oh. I mean? So I take it back. Red sauce may not be my old. Ult- Red sauce mm. is basically like I guess I eat that with, like I would eat it with ravioli or spaghetti or whatever. But my number one thing would be just like an oil with lemon and vinegar, and
0: oh it's just so delicious. I'm a penne boy. I like being able my pasta. I like to be able to fork it without the spins. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't. I don't like the whole twirl. I don't really? Situation. Why not? I'm, I'm more of a of the whole thing. I'm more of a poke and dip type That's guy. Part of the experience. And I dude. like that. I like that pink sauce.
1: He doesn't have wrist strength, you know, where you gotta I like, you, you know, twist the fork around and stuff. But it's so fun. Yeah, actually, Tim's dislocated both of his wrists trying to do that. Trying to use them. Two dollars. Uh, twenty dollars super chat. Thank you, twenty dollars from Colton Yoder. Good name. Says bring back KFAF on the regular, Tim. Yeah, Tim. Yeah, Tim. Bring it back. Hey, y'all! Bring it back. <laughs> well, I want it. Bring it back, Tim. I've yeah. been on the record several times uh, on my streams over the weekend of people being like, "Man, great episode, Andy. Bring it back in some capacity." And I was like, "I, I, I, that took I was
2: three months that
1: episode. <laughs> I was off so much kind of funny content last week because of this episode. This episode was so much work." And uh, it'll never happen, everybody Because here's the thing If we ever were to bring it back It would be like a quarter of the effort That we put into that episode And it'll never be as good And people will just be like Ah, man, the other shows are so much better Well, yeah, because I didn't fucking take two days off of work To work on them, you know what I mean? So that's always like the push and pull Clone myself, though Cloning technology
2: And like, look at where we're at, Andy All right, I'm on Twitter Scrolling through Seeing what gaming news I missed Here's my friend's ass I can't like that because if I like that, Ilana Pierce, the cops, will you're going to get here. called
1: out. You're going to get called out for it. Yeah, you're going to get called out. Um, thank you. Live to die with the $5 super chat says, Greg, I know you guys talk about legacy. I just wanted to push you over the edge. What's your hype level for EA NCAA coming back? Oh Go
2: Ducks. God, are you kidding me? Me and Mike talk about this all the time in passing of college football, returning to the, the gridiron mm. of video game football. I can't fucking wait what, to be when is there it and Faro- from- Nobody knows. They haven't said it. Oh, okay. Mm. Throwing some TDs in Faroe Field. For your Missouri Tiger. You know, as much as I didn't like
1: University of Texas and the Longhorns growing up, I would always create a UT player. Awesome. Huh. Hook them horns. But then I, But then here's the thing. I score a touchdown. And I look at the crowd and I go, horns no, down. Wow. The crowd goes, whoa, whoa, this guy sucks. <laughs> uh, Oral Sanchez with a seven-month membership. How
2: many goddamn tips are there? We're over
1: time. What are we doing? Well, you know, your show went long, you know. And also, we have to kill time until kind of munchies anyway. So let's just keep going, right? Well, okay. Um, <laughs> Oral Thatcher says, you guys got my wife and I into Diablo 4. Hey! She's a rogue, and I'm a necromancer. When I re-roll for the season, what are the next best two classes? Oh, great question. Sorcerer.
2: That, yeah, so I, me and Jen are the opposite, where I'm the rogue. She's the necromancer. And then I rolled Sorcerer for uh, the seasonal two, and I'm enjoying quite a bit.
1: T-Catch, 15 months. Deadwood, 65 months. Alex J. Sandoval, $5 Super Chat, says, if things ever change, you would call it Weird Nintendo Discussions. Oh, huh. I like that. It, it, uh, oh, the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. That makes sense. <laughs> I don't know what I was like shouting out. It's like when Mike, <laughs> when I was like, Mike's going to go to the eye doctor and they're going to see his glasses and be like, oh, what prescription are your glasses? And clear. And, and you would say they are non prescription. Right? Yes. 100%, 100%. A norm, 100%. Normal statement. Normal statement. Mike thought I was making a joke about non bread. And he laughed really hard And was like Fucking non-joke And I was like what, There's no joke there That's just And he was like Yeah non-bread right I was Andy, like, What
0: the fuck I was you in the room When this about? happened And it made me angry like, I, I don't think I've ever been <laughs> mad At Mike Until that moment And And then he brought it up again To start off the intro And
1: he made a non-joke I was like, you don't get what I was even saying. N O N, you got to just yeah. spell it out. N O
2: N. It is. It is just. You should have stopped him and been like explain the joke explain to me. Explain it. Yeah. It is just shocking. Do you, um, are you, do you think I'm telling him my like, glasses are made of bread? <laughs> <laughs> like I just
1: don't understand it. Um, Sambo Dewey with the 11 month resubscription. subscription. Greg Noir, five dollars super chat says random. But y'all know Greg F- uh, Goldfarb was in season one episode of Suits.
2: I vaguely remember that from his extra days. Yeah. I always forget he's in a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Sherlock Holmes, Indiana Jones. Uh, he was all over. Uh, Veronica girl. Mars. Gossip 30 girl. Rock. He was, yeah, 30 Rock.
1: Uh, last three to read right here. Gary Third says, delayed birthday tax. Thank you for your $5 super chat. Happy birthday, Gary III. It says, also, when are you going to do a PC podcast? You know, a podcast for adults? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> uh, Jose Lito, 14 months of support. Almost a year supporting my favorite company ever. Keep being the best in the business. You guys are amazing. Jose thank Lito, you. thank you so much. Thank you. For your 14 months and your love. And the final Super Chat today. We
0: missed one. I saw oh, it didn't earlier. Did we? Oh, shit. Yeah. but Read that one first. Mm.
1: Um, this is from Evan Spataccini. $5 Super Chat. Guys, the best pizza in the Bay is Hesher's in Oakland, Jack London Square. You won't be disappointed. Write that down. Okay. I've never been to Oakland. No, I've never been there. You've no, never there? been to Oakland. I'm scared of the bridge.
2: Guys, I'm nothing.
1: scared of like driving. Over. I don't know what the, like, if I don't have coins on I me, mean, do they arrest me? I don't know. Yeah. Thing. And then parking. Oh, it's got like a metal logo. Oh, it's got like a, yeah, Metallica logo.
2: Um,
1: which one did we miss? It's a tap dun, room, dun, too. Dun, 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 now, here's what
2: the dun, pieces dun, look dun, like. Okay. Ooh. They're square, they're square guys. Did we miss one? Are you They're sure? thin crust square. We
0: did miss one. I don't know who it was. I'm sorry. We don't have your name here, but they were asking, uh, Greg, what do we think about the rumors of Jay Uso going to AEW? <laughs> now look, no way in hell, Guys. no way in hell. But can you imagine Greg, <laughs> if they pulled this off, there's no way it would happen. But that would be the coolest. Jey Uso quit WWE a couple days ago. Quit. No way. Of, as part in of the storyline. Oh, this is storyline. This it's, is so, not, it's not Staring real. straight at the camera like, I'm done. Because I saw a lot of like
1: AEW all-lead like, memes, it's, you know. Like and, yeah, it's,
0: it's not happening. It's all part of the fucking storyline. But they moved him on the website to the alumni section. Like so great. They're committing mm. in a great way. I like that. But, like, commit harder, guys. Let's I'll, make it happen. I'll tell you
2: what. I know we're saying this. This is a work. All right, everybody. Yeah, Calm down. It would be mind-boggling if WWE was like, listen. We did the thing where we we put the thing. thank you for letting us use the footage for the Cody Rhodes documentary. So yeah, Jay Uso can show up on an episode and act like he's there, even though he's not there. Yeah, I know we uh,
1: I know we like we're we're, we're definitely overtime. I'm sorry, ten minutes it's over. Fine. But sure last time I'm just going TikTok. Which by the way, I'm I'm in the new bedroom right now in our apartment. Ooh, in the middle bedroom.
2: You moved everything.
1: Huh? Rotated. Barrett helped me over the weekend. Rotated my bed. So it feels like a new mattress now, yeah. you know, kind of like sure. just spun it. Sure. Brand new sheets out of the, oh like, my it God. was immaculate. This bed felt incredible. Um, But I'm getting, oh, also, Barrett, here's a, here's a, an unintended, not consequence, but like a good thing. Sure. I'm okay. so used to going to bed in my room feeling so hot because my computers have been on all day mm. and my monitors and I go to the the other room, nothing's been on. It's like, oh my God, this is, it's a climate You live change. in a hotel now. Like, It was 84 degrees when I was streaming yesterday in my room, and I go to my room, and it's just like 68 or whatever. Beautiful. Um, I I open up the old TikTok. Yeah. And the first thing I say, introduction, uh, the first time Kane. Was like,
2: ah,
1: I was like, that I got, must be Kane King. I just like, I just gotta watch all of this again. Yeah, like, and it's just like, dude, the reaction is just so hype. And was like cage door. dude, just like the videos of like uh, the build up, and they're like, this is a thing they were building up for months and months. And like, Undertaker's brother died in a fire, blah, blah. And it's suddenly they just kept on, like, yeah, your brother's God, dude, it's so fucking sick, man. And you think it's just a hell in the cell match or a cage match between Shawn Michaels and Undertaker? You think that's all it is? And fucking Undertaker's about to fucking pin him and boom. Oh my, oh my god. It's god. the <laughs> coolest shit, dude. Why does that happen anymore, man? Do what? more of that. We need more
2: supernatural. That, is awesome. oh, that yeah, isn't the right, fiend, right. you know? Yeah. yeah sure. stuff okay, like that's that. fair enough. That's fair enough. I'll try to bring him back since I'm a WWE superstar.
1: Um anyway, thank you so much. For All of your super chats today And all of your resubscriptions Here on Twitch and on YouTube For Kinda Funny Games
2: We will uh, be here shortly for Happy to play you out here everybody As we get ready for Kinda Munchies Of course Andy's going home Which makes me think of Daughtry's home Now ladies and gentlemen I don't know if you're at your home But if you aren't Call your mom Call your father Say you love him It's been a while Am I right? We'll see you tomorrow I'm staring out into the night Trying to hide the pain Just like you, bud Just like me Amen I'm going to the place where we're nowhere, love <laughs> Feeling good God. Don't ever cause the pain I don't remember this part of the song well Yeah, yeah? I don't remember the verse And didn't. the pain <laughs> We've Feels the a course. different <laughs> Pain It's right here, here we go. Okay Die, 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 die. Well, I'm going home to the place where I belong And where your love has always
3: been enough for me